Can you see me? I keep looking me? over here. I don't see what I normally see, so uh, yeah. it, it's a little weird. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing very well, thanks. Uh, so, yeah, it does look a little bit different, but either way, this is still talking upstream, which is mine and Dylan and some nobodies. It's our 90-minute writing room style uh, show where we kind of show people the dumb things that we conversate about while trying to create some story to turn into a podcast or a movie, comic book, video game, uh, weird card game that has cats that do not explode because that's already taken. Yeah. Um, Been there doing we, got that. A cool, we got a cool guest today, but before we get to any of that, uh, Dylan, seriously, how are you? I'm okay. No, yeah. things, you know, uh, those of you who have seen the show before can see that there's very clearly a um, format shift going on due to various uh, COVID guidelines that changed recently. But uh, Zach and I are still at it. Yep. As we and are. Other than the shift of Dylan's room, mm -hmm. uh, I have been seeing a lot of uh, emails you've been CCing me on for Sling TV. Has any, oh, yeah. Uh, have they been coming back or anything from Sling TV? Uh, no, they still don't respond to my messages. Nobody's responding to my messages. Man. I'm getting I'm getting the hint that they gave me like you know how you used to be able to hand out the uh, rejection hotline. I think they're yeah. giving me fake emails. Oh, is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like the girl at the bar that gives out the fake number. Yeah. <laughs> Been there. Uh, well, that's cool. Um, because obviously, what we're trying to do is talk ourselves up to a streaming yes. service, whether it is Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, which I think are going to merge soon, um, or Sling TV. We don't really care. But now that now that we've done uh, twenty some episodes, we should have talked ourselves up to a streaming service by now. You'd think so, but yeah. you know, anyway. nobody wants um, to watch anything. There's no no thirst for content out there whatsoever. Nobody's watching TV or movies. Everybody's just being wholesome and. <laughs> Hanging out and reading, reading books. Something I don't know. I wrote one of those. I don't know. Nobody read it. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's just us. Maybe, maybe it's just us. To watch exactly just us. Which maybe is why we have super great guests. Yes, we do bring on people who are far more personable than we are. That's true. Do you want to introduce today's guest? Yeah. So, uh, welcome anyone out there. Uh, Mark Lee of the Mark Radio Show with Mark Lee on IBM TV. Hello. Hello. How you doing, Mark? I'm Mark Lee. No. Uh, now, we have been uh, on a bunch of episodes of shows with you, and uh, it seems like you're interviewing either us or other people. How often is it that you get interviewed and get to ask, get to be asked questions? It's been a minute since I've been interviewed. You know, I've done a number of things in the community, so every once in a while, I'll get interviewed. I've even been interviewed by our local TV station. It just ran into one of my buddies, and he decided to interview me spot on the uh, about something going on in the news. And I think that was almost a couple of years ago. But for the most part, you're right. I do the interviewing, but every once in a while, the wheels get uh, turned around on me. So every once in a while, things get reversed. But usually, I'm the one doing the interviewing. 
Yeah. Now it's interesting for us. Usually we reach out to people who we've engaged with on Instagram or Facebook and whatever. Um, now you're actually someone who, because we've met on IBM TV, we talk to other people. And when we mention you know, international broadcast media, um, they, they know you. you you're actually known by a lot of people so it's, it's cool you're like the the biggest celebrity we've had so far yeah um but for those that don't know you do you want to quickly describe all your shows and what you're what you're about sure well here on IBM TV, i do a number of shows of course one of them is the one that'll air tomorrow that being the radio show with mark lee and of course i've also got two other shows here that are the mullins music and memories and the online dinner party so we have fun with the online dinner party and those mystery guests that i put out and all of that and then of course the folks at ibm tv found me through the world of podcasting because i actually have a podcast that i do on monday as well some folks say that Monday, I'm just trying to torture myself because I do three shows on Mondays total. So I do the two for IBM TV, and then I turn around and do my regular audio podcast, which is Straight Talk with Dean and Mark. So me and Dean sit there and do a interview show as well, but that doesn't have the pleasure of seeing my face and all of that. You just get to hear my voice on that one. So that's one of the things that I've been involved with, you know, because I came from the world of the media. My folks actually started a radio station when I was a preteen. That's right, I was a preteen when I got involved in this whole media thing, and now I'm in my late 50s and still very much engaged in media and have been in a number of ways. So I've also worked on a couple of newspapers, still involved with a community radio station called WCOM, where I am the program person. So I actually, they made me the de facto program director because we have like a community radio station, which means there's no real job. You just have a bunch of chairs and things of that nature. So. They just appointed me because nobody else wanted a job. Y'all know how that is. <laughs> nobody wants the job. You get stuck with it again. So I'm the program chair for the second time running. So I got another three years of trying to create some radio content on WCOM, which is our local community radio station in Carboro, which is right outside of Chapel Hill. Right on. Yeah, cool. Uh, so because of what you just said, I'm going to jump ahead a couple of our questions um, because it, it, you know, we were on a show with you. Uh, and we met Henning Morales, who was a Hollywood producer. And yeah. then we were on your show last week, and we met uh, Ronnie Warner, who uh, is in a bunch of movies that, that I've seen and you know, wrote a bunch of things. Uh, now, one of the things that we do like to ask people, because everyone seems to have an interesting story, is uh, the, the celebrity interaction. Now, mm -hmm. I know that you know Ronnie Warner personally, so we're going to yes. skip Ronnie Warner. Uh, but do you want to talk about uh, your favorite celebrity interaction? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I can definitely talk about that. And that's actually going to be a very interesting story. But there's a major event that goes on in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, called the National Black Theater Festival. And there's a gentleman that y'all will know as well. And he throws a party every time that this event, which is a biannual event, meaning once every two years, goes on and everything. And that is Petri Bird. Y'all may know him as the bailiff on Judge Judy. So every time oh. he will oftentimes be having parties and things of that nature. And usually I'll go down there with some of my friends and everything. And we'll find Bird out there. And usually he'll be like, Mark, you got to come to the party. We know that you'll be there. So it's always fun going to that party. There's usually African drumming going on. A number of celebrities from the African-American community will be there as well. So I've met like some folks associated with the Wiz. Um, I've met um, Helen, uh, who's a poet that's out of the area as well and i've met malcolm jamal warner so there'll be all kinds of famous folks that are hanging out at his party and he'll usually find like a nightclub or something that he'll throw this party at and they can go 
way into the midnight hour or way past the midnight hour. So it's always fun when Petri sees me and he also knows who I am as well. So I'm hoping to get him on my show at some point. But, you know, him and Judge Junior have way too much fun uh, with those cases. But it's always a good event. Yeah, you know you're a real celebrity mm-hmm. when somebody impersonates you on SNL. That's when you've made it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when, you have, when you have uh Keenan Keenan Thompson uh impersonate you on uh SNL. Um so one of the things that we're trying to do with the show is that we like to talk ourselves up to a streaming service. We're trying to show people that we can write stories or create stories or at least talk about them. Um and that will be the trajectory of our show. If there is a trajectory of your show, like a uh, like a pinnacle or an apex of what you're trying to do, whether it's a guest or anything else, what would you say is like the tip top of what Mark Lee's trying to do with this? Well, I just love doing great interviews and love having all kinds of celebrities that have had the pleasure of interviewing and things of that nature. Um, Mr. Obama, if you're listening right now, I would like to have you on my show. So if I could get either Mr. or Miss Obama or if I could get one of the Clintons on, then that would be like a top interview for me. So if y'all are watching Talking Up Stream right now and you are available, I would love to have you on one of my shows on IBM TV. So I'm waiting to get either the Obamas or the Clintons. I'll take either one of them. But if I can get either, uh, of, like I said, Barack or Michelle, or if I can get Hillary or Bill, I'll take either one of those four. I think I think we, we also would take either of them if they're willing to come on here. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's pretty obvious that the Obamas do watch Talking Upstream weekly. Yes. So uh, it, it's time that you guys reach out to us. Please let us know. <laughs> we have a lot of people we want to talk to. Uh, Dylan, do you have any questions I've been yeah. talking on? Kind of bouncing off of that, less celebrity mm-hmm. stuff, but is there a guest that you've already had on your show that you would consider kind of like either your favorite or in the opposite direction, one that you wish you hadn't had on in retrospect? <laughs> Oh, one that I wish I had had on in retrospect. Um, I'm trying to think of some that were really good. Well, I just had one this past week, which was Fran Harris. Fran Harris is a former WNBA player and an ESPN anchor. And she's actually got her own sports drink out there. And she's putting together these sports uh, franchises around the country. And she's over there in the Texas area, just outside of Dallas. So she was a fun interview. I was very glad to have her on, and she was an amazing guest. Also, I've had the pleasure of having uh, Mona Shakes, who is a comedian out of California, and she was a great guest as well. In terms of like guests that uh, were like really bad guests or things of that nature, I try not to have those if I can help it. But every once in a while, there's some guests that you're sitting there going like, um, that's not quite the way that I was hoping the direction of the interview would go, but you just kind of roll with it and go with it any way that it'll happen. Though sometimes you have to, as y'all know, um, we were just talking about this off stage earlier. Sometimes you have to pivot and go in another direction than you had planned on going. But I can't think of one that was like just a absolute bomb of an interview, but All there right. have been some that have definitely caused me to pivot versus where I was thinking I was going in the interview. Right on. Oh, yeah. No, like, yeah, we've had we've had a couple of stories where we had to pivot that story pretty quickly. We've, we've had, and I, I kind of have a question leading off of that. Um, like we're big fans here, talking upstream at some nobodies. We're huge fans of failing forward. We're huge fans of something not working out and then turning it into a success as we can. Any uh, examples or stories of that from any of your past endeavors or the radio show? I'm trying to think of something where I had to fail forward, and there've been a couple of times that I've failed forward and th- things that have actually, you know, gone in a different direction than I was expecting them to go in. And I'm trying to think of one that would be fitting for this show and all of that, where I just kind of like failed forward and it went in a different direction 
than I was expecting. I do remember one time a friend of mine decided to do a dinner theater. So they decided to do uh, one of those dinner theater murder mysteries and all of that. So I was not expecting that to go as well as it did. And actually, I think part of the theme was a Marilyn Monroe thing. So they did a whole dinner theater revolving around Marilyn Monroe and Marilyn Monroe kind of like, you know, being a part of the central theme. There was a murder involving somebody that was obsessed <laughs> with Marilyn Monroe. So it was much better than I expected it was going to be. And another time that I kind of fell forward was a good friend of mine was actually doing a parade and they were involved in the parade. And I've been involved in a couple of parades. Uh, one time I found a one of those dune buggy type cars. And I remember us actually speeding down to find the dune buggy car in order for us to get them into the parade. And they were fun kind of guests to have in the parade. And another time I remember going and finding somebody in of all places, and yes, I know we're not supposed to mention corporations, but they were at KFC. So I found a gospel singer and they were at KFC. And I was like, hey, I need to get you into this event that I've got going on. I can't remember whether it was a parade or a concert, but they have done a number of things for me now. So the um, Mighty Gospel Inspirations were actually discovered by me in terms of like my knowing about them at a KFC. So I was sitting there having a conversation and I was like, yeah, y'all can sing. So they've done a lot of events for me. So that's some cases of falling for it. I know that, um, Zach, you come out of the world of comedy. And one of the things about comedy is there's a form of it called improv. Believe it or not, so I remember some friends of mine, including Jatobi was involved with this. They did improv in a Christmas parade. So just imagine trying to do improv in the middle of a Christmas parade. But we made it work. It worked some kind of way or another. But I think they did that for about two or three years. <laughs> a Christmas improv parade. That were they on? Were they on a float? Doing no, they were working the streets. Oh. They were literally just walking down the streets huh. trying to do the improv routines in front of like the crowds that were gathering. You know, this was all before COVID. So there was large crowds out there and they just sat there and did the whole thing where they would get there. I did some of the barking, meaning to try to get the attention of folks. Jatobi did some hmm. of the barking as well. And then they did whole improv routines. That's crazy. That's like doing that like is. a parade that has like a like a sleight of hand magician like in the middle. Like, hey, here we go, real quick. Hey, here we go, real quick. <laughs> uh, to to ask a question based on your Marilyn Monroe uh, uh, murder mystery story, uh, this, this is a funny thing that happened to me, unfortunately. But are you someone that when you go to an event and they are selecting audience members, are you someone that likes to be selected or does not like to be selected? I do not like to be selected. I'm the one to go to a comedy show and intentionally sit in the back so that the comedian won't find me at things of that nature. So I've actually tried to avoid being selected along those lines. Because um, I've seen that that doesn't always work when you're selected. Because one of the stories that I tell about that is I have a younger brother. He's seven years younger than me and everything. But I remember that he one time, and it was actually the comedy club that Ronnie managed and everything. But he came to the comedy club after having gone to some friend's wedding. So and you know, when you come after a wedding, there's a good chance that you're going to be in tuxedos and things of that nature. So Tony Woods, I believe, was doing the comedy routine, and he basically just proceeded to make a attempt to like make them the center of the joke. So he made a whole lot of penguin jokes, a whole lot of other kind of jokes. But uh, what he didn't realize was that sometimes if you go to get heckled or you go to heckle the audience, the audience will heckle you back. So my brother and his friends like to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the comedian. So I actually think that there was a draw because I think that they handled themselves quite well in that, that endeavor because I think he thought he was just going to, like, find an easy target. And my brother and his friends didn't want to be easy targets. 
<laughs> now, you, you said earlier that you uh, your parents had a radio station when you yes. were preteen. So you kind of grew up around radio and this kind of thing. Do you have like, uh, did someone influence you or did you have like a big kind of uh, someone you're like, I want to be that when I get bigger or older or whatever it is you were? Well, actually, there was a couple of folks in terms of journalism and in terms of the whole concept of being a reporter. I was a big fan of 60 Minutes and I was a big fan of like the 60 Minute type reporters, whether that was Ed Bradley, whether that was Mike Wallace or a number of those kind of folks. But there was also a form of journalism called gonzo journalism, which basically means that you kind of like dived into what it, the, was going on and everything. So like if you were involved in the drug culture, you would like actually get involved in the drug culture. And there was a reporter by the name of Hunter S. Thompson. So I'm a big Hunter S. Thompson fan as well, because he was definitely in that regards. And then in terms of my own kind of like my parents have done amazing things in media, so I consider them some of my mentors as well. As a matter of fact, I've jokingly told folks on IBM TV that that's the one interview I'm scared to death of doing because I'm sitting there going like, I know that they will be some of the, probably give me some of the best content, but they would also be some of the worst critics, as I'm sure y'all know, and probably don't want your parents on this show either. Well, they're not responding to my text, so my parents won't come on. <laughs> yeah, Zach's parents just leave me on red. <laughs> Yeah, they do that for a lot of us, which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so normally we ask people about Batman. If we get any kind of feeling that they're like a, a like a nerd or that they have any kind of like nerd culture or uh, culture. Um, but I see that you are more of a music person than, yes. uh, than, than like nerd and comic stuff. So we're going to reverse the question a little bit and ask, what is your favorite musical? Favorite musical? Well, actually, this is going to surprise people because I saw it not that long ago, but there was a music about the news industry, and it was called Newsies, and I actually loved Newsies when it came out. It was actually a very powerful newspaper, I mean, musical about the newspaper industry, about unions within the newspaper industry, and things along that line. So I'm a big fan of Newsies, and then in terms of, like, an African-American musical, there's one called Pearly, Pearly Victoria, so I was a big fan of hmm. that one as well. Dylan, do you know the do you know the movie Newsies? Oh yeah, my uh, the choir director in my middle school, high school was absolutely obsessed with that. Anytime she didn't feel like teaching, Newsies was on. Do you know what A list celebrity got their big break in the movie Newsies? It was Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Yeah, ex, ex Batman. I I sang a song from that movie that Christian. I sang uh, Santa Fe to try out for show choir, and I didn't make it. <laughs> you didn't make the show choir. Nah, not back then. I was one of three people who tried out who didn't get in there. I'm not, you know, still angry about it or anything. Well, you don't need to be angry about that because here's the shocking news for y'all. Folks, I have shocking news for everybody. I may have told this story before on one of the IBM TV shows and everything. But, you know, there's a stereotype that's out there in the world, which is that everybody of a minority background of any sort, doesn't matter what your shade of blackness is or your shade of brown, if you come from the Latin culture, is you're supposed to have rhythm. That is the stereotype. Y'all have heard that, right, Dylan and Zach? You've heard that everybody is supposed to have rhythm if they are coming with any sort of black heritage and everything. Guess what? I tried out for the band, and I remember the band director coming up to me because I thought I wanted to play the drums, and I remember the band director coming up to me and going like, Mark, love you dearly, but uh, you can't, you're not going to be in the band. You have absolutely no rhythm whatsoever. I was devastated. Was, Yikes. <laughs> Yeah, that was exactly how my high school went. I wanted to be in the band. I'm not good with music. I don't really uh, associate with music. And I tried out 
uh, in jazz band. I tried out in marching band. I tried out in classical band. And the third time I tried out for a band, being told no, they literally introduced me to the theater director. And they go, hey, maybe you should get into comedy. <laughs> I was like, Ooh, okay, well, I'm not good at music. That's cool. Start of darkness right there. Yeah, that's, that's right where I went. The beginning of the end. <laughs> um, what, what instruments did you try? Uh, I played the saxophone. I played okay. the trombone. And yeah. then when I was grounded one summer, I found an accordion in my dad's attic. And I taught myself how to play the accordion. So I tried out a, in the band as an accordion player. And anyway, that's not a band instrument. <laughs> and like, yeah, but it should be. <laughs> uh, yeah, so not, not a lot of good stuff. Um, Mark, so yes. one of our shows, one of our podcasts is called A Podcast Podcast, A Podcast Show. And in that show, what we do is we find some of the worst podcasts out there. Uh, for instance, there's one guy who likes the game Skyrim, and he makes cocktails that are based around that game and does it in character. Uh, there's one person that just reads the dictionary, and every chapter of their podcast is a couple more words of the dictionary and the full definition. If you had to uh, just give us an example of the worst podcast you could think of, what is something that is just awful? The worst podcast that you could ever come up with ever. Like, well, I've, it's interesting you said that because I just started reading this book called, uh, I think it's called The Know-It-All. And it's literally somebody that decides that they want to literally go through the um, Encyclopedia Britannica and learn all of the words from A to Z. And they're kind of like, that's the whole um, concept behind this particular uh novel and everything and i'm thinking that that would be a horrible podcast if somebody was sitting there literally reading to you every day every word in the encyclopedia britannica so i think that that would just be horrible because you would get very tired of them and you think that they were a little bit on the pompous side for lack of a better term oh i love it a word of the day podcast uh dylan write it down we yeah. gotta look yeah. at that no for, i already for, did for season two <laughs> guess what zach it's just released episode three comes out tomorrow Oh my goodness. Yeah, we already God. did it. <laughs> um, okay, so I don't think we have any more of our filler questions. No. So if it's okay with everybody. We're going to get down to what our show's about. Uh, but one last time, Mark, do you want to tell people what, what shows you're you know involved with and where people can hear you slash see you? Sure, definitely. I would love that to happen. Definitely, um, they can find me on IBMTV.tv. Of course, tomorrow afternoon, we'll have the radio show with Mark Lee. And then later on that afternoon, it'll be Mullins Music and Memory. So the first show is at 2 o'clock. The other one is at 4 o'clock. And if you haven't had enough of me on Monday night, then you can also go into the more audio version and hear Straight Talk with Dean and Mark. And that is on Blog Talk Radio. And then on Wednesday, you can come and catch that online dinner party here on IBMTV.tv as well. So that's where they can find me and everything. And if there are folks out there that are interested and are interested in doing some, uh, being guests on my show, they can always hit me on the email, which is bluesradio at gmail.com. That's bluesradio at gmail.com. As a matter of fact, I have an assignment for the two of y'all as well. I can just give y'all an assignment. So we're going to write down their assignment, which is they're the fine folks at IBM TV, you know, they have these round tables and they pushed one of me on those round tables. I popped in and we decided we were going to find pictures from around the world of those lit up houses. This is the Christmas season. So I know there's some lit up houses over there in y'all's area where y'all are at and everything over there on the West Coast. So if you found a lit up house and everything, we want to see those pictures. I've already got one from the state of Washington. I think there's going to be one coming later from Ireland. And I'm waiting for some from around North Carolina. But definitely, we're looking for lit up pictures to show either this coming week or the week of Christmas. But we're trying to find those 
horrible houses because I know, as y'all know, sometimes those houses are really bad when they're lit up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah we'll, de we'll definitely send you some pictures from Colorado. There's a, a, a very cool light that they do in Boulder, um, Dylan, it's like on the flat yeah, irons, the right? They do, they light a huge star on a, uh, it's not the flat irons, it's on, oh, what's that mountain called? Flagstaff, the Flagstaff star. Every year they light up a big, like, 100-foot Christmas star on the mountainside, so you can see it from miles around. Yeah, it's cool. As I'm driving, as I'm driving into like Boulder from like right outside, you can see this huge star on like the side mm -hmm. of the mountain. So yeah, we'll definitely send you some pictures. Um, but Dylan, let's move on to our stuff. Yes, because, because we are <laughs> we are cocky and we are conceited. This is our show. <laughs> uh, okay, so what we do here on Talking Upstream is uh, normally uh, in Dylan and myself in our meetings, Dylan would come with an idea and I'd come with an idea. Then we would fight for a long time over which idea is better and then which one we should work on. And that's why we decided to have guests so they can help us and they pick for us. Uh, now, my idea, which from last, I think, three weeks now, for some reason, um, <clears throat> the idea that I had, we, we've been calling it Murder AMA. Now, what this idea revolves around is somebody that is a fan of Reddit and movies. And what they do is they want to try to find the top 20, like, movie murders. And they're trying to make them, they're trying to have a movie being made about themselves by doing the top 20 movie murders. And they post it on Reddit once a month of something, something, something. So then the, the police have to get Reddit involved or something, I don't know. There's something about the AMAs of Reddit and somebody trying to have a murder movie made about them, similar to Seven, but then Reddit solves it. And I think Dylan had, like, we've been talking about it for a couple of weeks now, yeah. and I think, I think Dylan had a pretty good uh, swerve to it, which was, it, it, they, they're doing like the monthly Right, like a monthly post. Yeah, it was like once a month they host like a an AMA about their various crimes, and it, people think it's a true crime sort of serial thing, and then it yeah. turns out it's real and it's not viral marketing. Right. So I like the idea of like a bunch of nerds getting together trying to like to fight over what the best movie murder is, so they can try to get ahead of the of the murder so uh the story that yeah i would like to work through and then we get to talk about cool movie murders and cool movie scenes uh but yeah so murder ama is my idea possibly okay. dylan what All have right. you got this week so there's only been one real pop culture story kind of dominated my feed this week and that's cyberpunk 2077 getting released it's like it's been in production development for like 12 years or something like that it's by the guys who did The Witcher 3. If you know video games at all, this is a big deal. And it came out and it got, it's very, very, very buggy because it got delayed a whole bunch. Whatever. So I wanted to do something cyberpunk. Um, okay. Considering we're, you know, we live in a surveillance area and with times sure. being what they are. It's just been on my mind. And um, I had been thinking, what if you do some sort of like tech zombie in a cyberpunk setting? Oh, like you kind of invent what the new zombie is either you you reinvent zombies to function off of like my thought was if you have like robotic eyes or a robotic processor or something in your brain and that gets hacked they can effectively make you see or believe anything through oh. your vision i don't know if that's maybe a little too high concept for what we're trying to do on the show but i'm at least going to pitch it i'm going right, to do so cyberpunk zombies so biohack zombies yeah that's pretty interesting. Like, because if you had like a robotic arm and then somebody just deactivated that arm, it would just kind of mm -hmm. like linger there until you got it fixed. Huh. Or someone just hacks in and controls the servos, mm -hmm. and then you're all, you have that, you know, 
they, they control your arm or whatever yeah. or your eyes for you. Oh wow, that's that's interesting. Hmm. All yeah. Right. Well, I don't know what the story is beyond yeah. that concept. That's the thing. I've got an interesting question for you, and this is actually sure. something that we, I don't think in watching the many times of talking upstream, I've ever seen this happen. But have y'all ever had a case where instead of uh, picking the one or the other, you actually blended the two? Because I'm thinking a cyberpunk murder mystery could be really cool. Uh, Mark, that's why we invited you on the show. <laughs> See, finally, <laughs> finally. <laughs> Perfect. All right, we're going to blend some, That's for someone else to take the reins every once in a while. All right. Yeah, we can blend the two. So is it now are they cyberpunk crimes that is gonna happen on Reddit, or is it just the whole Reddit concept is being done in a cyberpunk like setting? I think like dystopic future or uh, I, I guess. think I have something. Okay. I think it's a I think it's it starts off as a bunch of really messed up cybernetic crimes. And it's eventually revealed that it was an attempt by like a, a hacker of some sort to reveal vulnerabilities, and it got went too far. And okay. so his attempts to do like an AMA every time something goes wrong, it's like, and the cyber terrorist so and so has revealed himself in another Reddit thread yep. concerning the rash of self strangulations in nice. Dallas, something okay. like that. Like it. Yeah, it's I not like quite that. a zombie. It's not quite zombies, but that's okay. I'm zombies are whatever. They're filler. Right. Well, we've always, we, we do have a couple ideas for zombies, probably. So let's just not well, zombie part of that. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, all right. So we're going to merge Murder AMA and Cyberpunk Biohacks. Um, cool. All right. Well, let's get into this. But before yeah. we do, we just want to throw a quick shout out, a big old thank you to International Broadcast Media Television. Uh, Dylan and I talk a lot. Oh, some would say probably too much. And I, I missed that he's over there because I usually uh, point yeah. out and look at him as in my favorite chair. Um, but International Broadcast Media lets us just chat, and we do appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, we also have a couple of our people. If you listen to uh, podcasts, you can always go and check out Listener App. You can go to Instagram and check out at the Greatest Podcast App. What they do is they kind of transcribe uh, the podcast for you. So if you want to read what I'm saying instead of listen to me slur or mumble, go over there to Listener App and check that out. Uh, if you do like podcasts, though, check out Behind the Bits with Mr. Scott Curtis. He is nominated and then won best podcast uh, an interviewer in that category. So he does great interviews with amazing comedians and he gets into the heart of what actually comedy is and not just here's some more jokes, here's some more jokes. It's mm -hmm. like, hey, let's actually find out that these comedians are human and they have lives. Um, but let's get into this. Okay, Dylan, now yeah. that we have this new blended version of this, do you, I still think I see this as like a, as a movie, right? This feels like a, like a high concept feature length film. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably directed by like Neil Blomkamp or Denis Villeneuve, some other sci-fi visionary that I'm in love with. Yeah. All right, cool. So we're gonna we're gonna have it as like a as a solo timeline. Yeah. Um, Mark, do you have any ideas as far as like a like a quick story or at least maybe uh, one of your favorite movie murders that we could start folding into this? I'm trying to think of a good murder mystery. I mean, I was a big fan of like the uh, Sherlock Holmes mysteries growing up and as well as uh, the Nero Wolf mysteries. So I'm trying to think maybe we could have a little aspect of either Nero Wolf or Sherlock Holmes into what's going on. Okay. All right. So the Sherlock Holmes angle is making me think that the main character is probably a very good detective right. with some sort of substance abuse problems. And we can make that like a sci-fi substance if we want to like keep it not too real. Um, so I'm, I'm feeling like that might be like a, one of the main characters at least like 
if we do the classic kind of like sleuth where we follow the A story is the guy trying to decode the mystery and the B story is the guy committing the crimes and they kind of like cross and yeah. eventually, yeah. So we're going to need the window character into this world. So are you saying that the main character or at least who we're going to follow for the majority of this is a cop or a detective? Private investigator? Either a detective or private investigator. If it's cyberpunk, we can justify privatizing a lot of yeah. justice system right. stuff. So um, but for right now. If it's private, we can also justify him having a character who's a new hire, or at least on his first case, and that can mm -hmm. be the window. Yep. All right, so he has one employee that's fairly new because of his substance abuse issues. Yeah. Uh, cool. Um, okay, so now we're probably going to pop into the story after the first Reddit thread is found, I would assume, right? Yeah, first or, or second. Yeah, oh, the maybe, second one. That, that maybe it's, it's coming up on the end of March, and they're expecting another one, so they're trying to prepare a little bit. All right. So the story starts at the second Reddit thread, which is close to the end of March, and they're waiting for the third. Well, I guess now they're, uh, at this point in the story, they're going to know that this is a serialized thing, and they're going to be yeah. on the lookout, right? That's what we're getting. We're popping into the story as we know they're going to start looking for this. It's a, it's a balmy March day in Detroit, Michigan, yeah. because it's 75 degrees in March now, and that's considered relatively cold. Um, okay, so is is the crimes being done by a syndication, or is it being done by a like a, like a person with a vendetta against somebody? You're a Dennis Hopper type or the Foot Clan? What if it's a hacker? Thinking, Go for it, Mark. Yeah, I was thinking more like a uh, single individual and things along that line. I was also wondering, and I don't know what y'all think about this, but since we're going with the Reddit thing, how about a misdirect? Meaning that, you know, there's a couple of things. There's Reddit, but there's also like, I think it's called Quarter or something like that, but it's one of those Reddit-like things. So they yeah. actually give one of those clues in one of those misdirect places. There's a copycat or something? Yes. That's cool. I was I was liking I was liking the idea of say that they try to recreate the like the murder scene based on the movie, and then because Reddit is very meticulous and jerks, they pinpoint the stuff that's wrong with the scene, and that's the clue to the next thing. Zach, you've you've brought this idea a few times now. Which what murders have you had on your mind? In a completely well, non legally so binding or you know <laughs> suspicious way of asking that question. Never, never, never do I have murder on my mind. Um, no. So I was thinking um, the, the movie that stands out to me first as far as crazy murders is Seven. But mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't think that there's any one in there that could stand out except for maybe the sloth one. I think that's one of the few that would stand out on their own as, hey, this is from the movie Seven. So when thinking about it, it's like not only what movies are – gruesome or memorable murders but which ones are so memorable that people can distinct it just from the like the crime itself so i do like the gluttony of seven um or whatever the the the, the refrigerator sliding one where he's like eating yeah. plastic that was a pretty pretty cool one um but i was going to defer to you as far as like what your suggestions because i know that you're some very weird indie movies <laughs> uh so do you do you happen to have any that stand out to you uh, I didn't come prepared with any in mind. Um, yeah, I wasn't expecting this one to get selected. So, 
Um, but we but we can obviously get back to that because we're going to have to kind of plug in a couple things. Yeah. Um, but while we're while we're doing this, do you want to investigate or do some research on like top ten yeah. movie murders? I think that's yeah. cool. Okay, so we're going to have this private investigator who we also got to get into what this substance abuse is. So this is always this is set in the future. We're saying right. Right. It's set in the future, so it needs to be something yeah. that. Is not a drug of choice of now. So, like I said, I can't see it being like Sherlock Holmes was into opium, and of course there were other things. So it needs to be something that folks would be thinking that it's futuristic. So a futuristic drug. I mean, opium could make a comeback. I'm just saying. It could. <laughs> Opium's always hanging around. That's that's the you've never heard of that. Um, uh, maybe there's maybe there's like a new version of that. Um, I don't know. I, I always like in future movies where they kind of take something that you kind of take for granted and turn that into the drug of choice. Like, say there's like a like a crystallized version of water or something. Do you um, remember, Zach, it's a movie where the drug is like refinery runoff that's been processed? Does that sound familiar to you at all? You mean Slurm from <laughs> Futurama? No, <not> Futurama. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that sounds familiar. Oh, it's... um. Is that uh, the train movie? Uh, uh, Bong Joon Ho, uh, uh, Snowpiercer. Oh, it's Snowpiercer, right? Yeah, he's got those uh, those pieces of coal like or whatever. engine fuel or something. Yeah, so some like old oil or something. Something that something that's like a waste product from some futuristic manufacturing process, maybe. Yeah, Not only that, but oh, either that or we could go really kind of weird futuristic. But you know, folks forget that um, Coca Cola did actually used to have cocaine in it. So maybe that comes back as like some new form and everything. So it actually is in the more traditional Coke, but they've actually upped the amount of what's in there now. No, it's just a, no, just cola itself is like the new drug. Yeah, like it. Yeah, it's like it's sugar and cocaine. And it's like a weird Yeah, okay, cool. So he's got a cola addiction, which we can work that out. I think that's that sounds interesting. That's kind of a cool name for something when you like watch a movie and it's like, I gotta get more coal in. You're like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> huh. uh, well, actually, yeah, no, I like it. it. Um, okay, so we gotta somehow put in that they have this problem. They also gotta put in their new employee, right? They, you said that they have like a new employee or like a. I figured uh, they have someone new to, who's like helping them out or something, or maybe he's like a. Maybe they assign him because it's a, a really digital. Maybe they assign him some tech guy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, like, is it a new part of his team, or is it like? Does I guess my question is: Does he want this edition, or is it a forced edition? What if it's a forced edition, and instead of it being like a actual person, it's a um, computer version? So instead of like you know, Sherlock had Watson, but instead of Watson, it's a computer Watson. He's so got an AI cool. partner. Yes. Wait, what what if we do a thing where like okay so what if like he he did so many like private investigations but he blew up a car and broke some stuff that like an insurance company now has this robot with him so that he can't do more like insurance things like is it's it, almost like good is it a robot or is it an ai companion that he carries around on like a like a flash drive or something that he yeah. kind of like plugs in oh cool yeah i like the ai companion that he plugs yeah. in all right, awesome. I'm and then he can he can go to like a cafe and plug it plug it them whatever pronoun an AI would use into like the internet and it's like all right can you run and then now, you know does, does it thing. does it now does it like remember what he sees and kind of reanalyzes it or does it just kind of give him a report of all the mistakes that he made 
the magic of movie AIs is that it can do whatever we want it to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all well, that above. Right. Okay, um, everything. What do you? Well, no, I think it's good to have it limited because having an all-powerful AI is not quite cyberpunk, but also too much for a mystery. You don't want it to just solve it immediately. Yeah. It's, it's probably like a custom-built forensics AI, forensics and like um, maybe recall, whatever you would call like doing internet maybe, maybe forensics and profile because i just watched yeah. an episode of criminal mind so it can do a little bit of profiling and it can do some forensics some basic forensics yeah all right forensics and profile okay so we got this fnp uh ai i think that's cool um all right, we probably got to pop in a couple of these murders just to get that story yeah. going on, right? And so if we're saying that this takes over the course of like one year and we're hopping in in March, um, so there's going to be roughly, I guess if we're going to do the majority of the year, then we got to kind of get eight-ish storylines, right? I th or So if we're, if we're doing this before the third thread drops, that means he's killed right. twice. Mm-hmm. How many do how many deaths do we want to happen before they solve this? Because at a certain point, it's just like, well, get someone better on the. Case. I have this crazy idea because y'all know I love crazy ideas, so Go I just came it. up with another crazy idea and everything. But you said March, right? And I'm thinking that it's March in the future. But even in the future, we're gonna have March Madness. So maybe it's got like a little bit of a sports thing going on. So they're eliminating basketball players doing. The lead-in into March Madness, so you've got to solve it before March because that would be March Madness. Oh, oh they man. got they got to solve the whole thing in this one month. Okay. Well, um, I assumed we want to start basic story like story writing. You want to start as close to the ending as possible to not waste time. Right. Sure. So I we should at least I don't think that he should get away with completing the year. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm I'm, I'm I, with that, and I do like the two before. That we yeah. can talk about, but I would say that maybe I would say they fail March. Like yeah. you just something something goes wrong. They just don't get the March guy. April, I say they wrap it up in May or June. I know that's that's not. Uh, it makes sense to go an entire year, like right. I guess by having a year's worth of stuff. But I think it at that point they're going to be really rushing to try and get this guy. So we're going to say the end of the uh, end of the movie ish is a June. Yeah. Now end he's of June, maybe right before the end of June, because they saw that last crime. Right? Are they? Are they? Are is what kind of sports are big in June, Mark? Is there like a sport event they can try to solve this beforehand? That's what I'm trying to think of. Because March Madness is in March, uh, June. Uh, that could be uh, right around the time World oh, Series is October. Uh, the basketball usually, like regular basketball, is around June or July. So yeah, I would think that like NBA possibly is around June, July. Okay. Yeah. Because the other thing that I was thinking that you could do is it could be, if we don't want to go with the sports theme, is the fiscal year ends on June 30th. So we have something going on with it having like a fiscal type theme. So they've got to do something before the beginning of the new fiscal year, which would be July 1st. Also my birthday. That fe that feels a little more cyberpunk for someone to be murdering like financial people. Right. That's what yeah. I was thinking. That, that feels very in line for a cyberpunk antagonist. 
I completely agree too. But if we're going to throw the Reddit aspect into it, I think that they need to be either more high profile murders or something that is very similar to something that's already happened. Yeah. So I agree that the tax thing is cool. Uh, unless we can work that into the, the, the movie copycat aspect of it. Um, Dylan, did you find anything in your research as far as I'm still plugging away a lot of the, um, I'm just looking up like best movie murders and a lot of them are re- turning uh, best movie murder mysteries, mm. which is stuff like Knives Out, uh, Freddy, or Nightmare on Elm Street, that sort of thing. A lot of them seem to be either slasher kills or that sort of, like, the easy well, we, one that comes to mind is Seven. Seven shows up on all of these. Well, we also have, like, Emperor Palpatine being chucked down uh, some kind of uh, electricity shaft thing. Yeah. Uh, you have let's see what are some other just huge movies uh um, you've got kill bill the end of the first one when she right. uh hits oh, her five, in the head with a katana or the five uh the poop, 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 and you got five steps, oh yeah that thing um hmm i probably should have thought this one out a little bit before hopping in here well i don't think we ex- we didn't expect it to be in a cyberpunk setting yeah that's true i do like that though um okay so we're going to figure out that they they solved the case right at the almost the end of june now maybe we should go into who the bad guy is and that might give us a little more um you know avenues to go so it is an individual person that is committing all these crimes right right is that yeah, what we said i think so all right, cool which gives it kind of like a like like i mentioned earlier like a dennis hopper and speed or but this person has to have like a lot of like well, i don't need a lot of clout or money because if they're just all right, so the post now we just said it's new money, but it's a new world. So money is no longer in there anymore. So maybe they've got control of the cryptocurrency. That's true. So they're like a they're like a bit a bit miner. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, Dylan, where do you think we should go? So we have the one bad guy. What do, what do you what do you see with this bad guy? They're doing crimes, so they're lonely. Yeah, I'm seeing... So if you go... If we're going on the cyberpunk route for this, I'm seeing them as someone who is very anchored in the world and angry at it. They've been... Their water was shut off or their ID was disabled from certain, like, private establishments as some sort of crime or something, or, you know, a misapplied crime or something like that. Yeah. I figure their <clears throat> their original intentions are good, and then eventually they just become jaded and cynical due to the setting and go too far. Now, do you think that they're picking these individuals um, specifically, or are they doing the crime specifically? They're doing the crime specifically, I would think, and everything, and... um Sorry, IBM TV, if I'm about to make everybody mad and everything, but hey, I'm just having fun right now because yeah. it's talking upstream and all of that. So you just said that they're jaded and everything. So We're the edgy ones. Did, they just, did they just lose an election back in 2020? Absolutely. Or at least 2024. <laughs> <laughs> or 20-something, or whatever they are. Yeah, 20 uh, something. All, right. all right, election losers. That's cool. 2048. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. So 2048. That's a good. That's a good year. <laughs> um, 
So we have our at least three specific crimes, almost a fourth crime, and then with the hint of two before. So let's see. There's also uh, high-profile murders that, like I guess Thanos, right? That was something uh, people remember that if they're like, I mean, because they're going, they're yeah. going on Reddit, so they got to be right. nerdy to some degree. Yeah. Although it is culture stuff. It is also 2048, and there is this idea that we could. Okay, there's 28 years between now and when this story takes place, which means that the coolest murders in movie history could have not happened yet, but they would have happened by then. Yeah. Right? So we right. can kind of reference movies uh, that don't exist yet. Maybe we, are ones that we are professional movies. liars, so. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Wait, you get paid for this? Yeah, right on. Cool. <laughs> okay, cool. So uh, so it doesn't really necessarily have to be movies that exist that we're mimicking, but the fact that they are mimicking a movie. So then we, yeah. kinda, then we get like the idea behind it and not necessarily what the thing is. That's fine. Yeah. So if, if they are election losers <laughs> uh, and they, I guess, are very butthurt that things happened, yeah. they're going to have to do some pretty specific things. Um all right, what, what, do you, what do you see here, Dylan? Where, where are we going with this thing? I'm seeing, oh man, I'm looking at I'm looking at lists of just best horror movie deaths. Yeah, The Wicker Man. Okay. Oh god. The original, the original. Yeah. They're in a giant wicker statue and it's lit on fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Bone Tomahawk, which I'm not going to recount what happens on this yeah. show because it is too gruesome. Yeah. But you know what it is. Sure. Um. A lot of these are sci-fi, like The Thing, Jaws. It's not sci-fi, but you know, it's yeah. Um, Event Horizon. Yeah. Like a lot of well, these are coming out. A lot of these are either sci-fi or slasher or fantasy. Yeah. Uh, scanners. Well, that's so we're trying to figure out how the murder happened. Is that what I'm understanding? So you're going with either Jaws or how these murders have actually happened and what the nature of them is. I think well, we're just trying to figure out what murders are being pursued in the fiction of this story. That, right. or, or at least what the motivation of the bad guy is so that we can even plug fake fictional murders that are going to happen. Uh, I'm trying to figure out like what this, what the bad person's motivation is for doing this. And Dylan, you started down a road where you're like, he's angry, he's an anchor to society. Mm -hmm. I feel like either he's well, like, like, like I said, I'm going way off on the deep end here and everything and this is going to really go off the deep end here, but since we have this election aspect to it and everything, what would be the ultimate thing <clears throat> that could cause a murder to happen and be somewhat political? And as y'all were talking, I was thinking to myself, what if the murderer somehow found a way to push Mount Rushmore over and kill the person using the president, the dead, using the dead president? Sets off. Sets off like a, a demolition and one of the faces falls onto him. Right. All right, cool. So we'll say that that happened in a movie such as, um, uh, what, what's that one movie where like they, they dodge death in the beginning and then it catches up to Final Destination. End? Yeah, so Final Destination 24 has uh, <laughs> a, a, a president assassination by Mount Rushmore. And that's what they're stopping at the end. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. So Mount Mount Rushmore uh, presidential presidential assassination through demolition. Now the <laughs> he recreated the scene from Dead Presidents Club. <laughs> Wait, one or two? The uh, three. It didn't get a wide release, but it was out there. 
Oh, I don't watch reboots. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so we know how the ending thing. So are they, is the bad guy like an ex-politician? Um, are they uh, like a like a uh, uh, an ex TV celebrity that doesn't get the doesn't get the president elect and <laughs> kind of goes on a tear? An ex news uh, anchor. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to force some motivation on this person so I understand why they're doing this. Yeah. And then we also got to connect them to the private investigator in some sense, such as if this guy was guy or gal, uh, if the bad person was uh in politics whatsoever say the private investigator had to investigate him and that's the reason that they didn't get the whatever whatever i'm not sure i'm trying and to what, jostle what, what if the private investigator is related to the person so if the person has got his motivation is an ex-newspaper reporter or something like that and the private investigator is say their cousin I'm trying to think of crossover between political figures and pop culture figures. And what I'm thinking is someone like Colbert or mm -hmm. someone like that, like a political commentator who runs a talk show that's like a comedy show, and they've right. become increasingly angry and bitter. Yeah. So like, like an old John Stewart. Yeah. Or yes. John Oliver. Okay, cool. All right. Maybe so, Colbert. Or Stephen Bill Colbert. <laughs> oh, I like Bill Maher way more. He seems Bill a little Maher. bit on the crazy side. I could see that. All right. So we're going to say that our, uh, our our big bad is Bill Maher. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Um, now, they ran for president and did not get it right in the future. Is that what it is? Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. So ran, failed. So then I guess what they're going to be doing is, are these all uh, famous movie assassinations like presidential assassinations that we can kind of plug in so we go oh my god they're trying to kill the president or something is that like what we're you want to oh, get to that's that not bad. yeah i liked it looking up okay. best movie assassinations right now i'm getting i'm getting wanted hitman the professional yeah, yeah uh, but they're not like specific um and no. once again they could be fictional so we don't need to kind of necessarily refer back to yeah. ones that already exist um so bill maher ran for president did not get it he concocted a scheme and put something on reddit a while ago that he was right. going to do this mm -hmm. to show the world something no and reddit then, has got all of these conspiracy theories threads so maybe he put it on one of those conspiracy theory threads because i know that on both reddit and a number of those other ones there are these threads of various conspiracy theories so yeah maybe that's where the tie-in is that he put it on that conspiracy thread yeah so maybe before the first two there was a conspiracy thread where uh somebody put in reddit like hey wouldn't it be cool if somebody uh put together like the top 10 movie deaths based on presidential assassinations and people kind of overlooked it but then as things started by like after the second one they're like mm -hmm. hey remember that one weird thread that we saw right. yeah and right. yeah so it's kind of linking it back and right. maybe in that very first thread he names a couple that could right. happen so when they yeah. do see it after the first two then they know what the third one is so um i like i'm cool with that there's an original thread say if if the first one happens at the end of march Right. The original thread would be last December. Right. Okay. And then that way, like, he does one, does a second one, mm -hmm. and that's when people start picking up on it. 
Um, okay, now we're going to start telling the story. So the pilot yeah. investigator, they pop into it after the third one. And why do they get involved? Contract? They have to. His Their security, their security co company they work for got a contract to hunt this guy down for a local municipality. And he's the guy who had an open docket. Okay, now what if Bill Maher hires him because let's say that the election thing is happening this year and Bill Maher, the bad guy, Bill Maher, uh, yeah. is covering his own tracks by saying like, hey, this person's trying to kill presidential elects, whatever, they're going to end up getting me and that way no one's looking at them. Do you like that? So the red heron, we're basically giving a red heron yeah. out there. Yeah, very clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we want to make the detective then just a private investigator hired by the guy? I, I think I like it more that they are related because if you're going to hire, yeah. like, say, like, you're like, hey, man, like, I know you're my cousin. I know you're a private investigator, but like, I'm really fearful someone's going to, like, you know, kill me at the end of the year. Like, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. They've been knocking yeah. out. And say, like, at this time, there's not just a stupid uh, two-party system. Say we have, like, uh, eight parties. And Bring they're choice. knocking off, like... Yeah, they're knocking off like each party member oh. like, the head, right? Yeah. And then and there's like there's two left. And it's like Bill Maher, which nobody wants, obviously. And then there's somebody else who like people do want. And Bill Maher's plan is to kill the one that people do want, but he's making it seem that he's the target the whole time. Sure. Is so that, we got Bill Maher and then somebody out there wants to elect Tom Brady. Oof. It, it feels, Zach, it, I know the original concept was movie murders, but it feels like we are moving further and further away from simulating movie murders and moving into, like, the political sphere. Well, yes and no. Because, okay. it, is set, because it is set in the future, these could be movie yeah. murders, you know? Yeah. And, and we're using the idea of Reddit, and we're using the idea of, without saying, like, oh, so what you're saying is in the, in the next 28 years, there's not a cooler death than any movie that's already done now. So oh, wow. I would use all these pop culture references are from the early 2000s. Yeah, right. uh, yeah, we, we can skip that. Like, if we could say, like, oh, this movie was done in, like, 2025, or who even remembers that movie by now, that kind of thing. So I, I think that as long as the essence of what the Reddit thing is, I think as long right. as that's there, that's still cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if we want to throw one in from, like, this one's in 1970, you know, whatever, uh, yeah. that might be kind of cool, too. And then people, like... We gotta ask old people what this movie's about because we can't find it. It's only on microfiche. Or yeah. Something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but You'll okay, throw so staff reference. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, do you like the idea of there being multiple parties, and then this person is knocking out leads of the party I like things? That. Yeah, I like that too. All right, cool. So we're gonna say that there's probably. The, the the regular ones, right? There's the Democrats and the Republicans. Well, the Democrats, there's the Republicans, there's the Green Party. Green. There's uh, what the team, uh, what, 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 there's a Blue Enigma Party. I saw that. They, yeah, like we say, have some parties that are like totally outside. So, like, the yeah. Green Party launches the Blue Party, the Tea Party launches the Coffee Party. Coffee Party. <laughs> and the Libertarians <laughs> launch, uh, what's the opposite of Libertarians? There's probably like a Tom, whatever Tom, whatever Tom Hanks party is, like he's probably trying to be president of something. So uh, there's the Hanks party, and he could be one of the first ones out. Tom's got to go. Yeah, right. He's got to go. Uh, so that each one of these 
So Bill Maher is what? He's a Republican. Is he a Republican? No, I think he's like independent or Democrat. I'm not sure which. He's very libertarian. He's not liberal. Yeah. He's not a member of the DNC, but he's very much like liberal. liberal. All right. So we're going to say that he is uh, out of these eight, he's the liberal one. Um, which one do they take out first? Well, you just said it. They're going to take out Tom Hanks, and then they're going to take out um, the Blue Enigma Party, whose presidential candidate is Dolly Parton. She's still Love living. Oh, cool. All right. So, how does Dolly Parton, Parton get taken out? Yeah. Dolly gets right. taken out of the All Blue right. Enigma Party. She's still living, and she's like, what, she's 80 now? So, in 20, 2048, she'll be like 108, but she's still around. Looking great. Still putting music yeah. out. Still greeting people at Dollywood. Um, okay. So, uh, Hanks is out first. We're going to say that uh, Dolly Parton, who's the Blue Dingle Party, is out second. And then the end of March is, is this like the independent party? Does that, does it, does yeah. it even matter? I think it should right. be bigger. I think it should be, I think the one that's coming up should be a big, a high profile target. Okay. So that oh, way so they have to start taking it seriously. All right. So we're going to say, yeah. so say Republican is the third one then. So you took it out, Tom. You took it out, uh, Dolly Parton. And you've taken out. Uh, I'm trying to think of somebody that would be. Well, I, I like the Tom Brady. If 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 we're doing yeah, Republicans, if we're doing Republicans next is a Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Uh, so, yeah. So Brady is uh, going to be the one that they're trying to save at the end right. of March. Yep. Um, and then in April we're going to do probably the Green Party, whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's Tom Green Jr. Unfortunately. <laughs> no, it's it, it's LeBron James Jr. LeBron James Jr. Love that. And then let's see. So that one's gone. And then we're going to do the coffee parties in May. Coffee parties being run by Colin Cabernet. <laughs> all, all right. Sport <laughs> athletes have taken over politics in the next 20 yeah. years. All right, cool. And then in June, they're thinking it's going to be the Democrat, but it's actually Libertarian Bill Maher. It's Libertarian Bill Maher, right? Yeah, cool. Well, no, we, we yeah, perfect. Um, Okay, so now we have. Come back idea. to what Dylan said. Um, when Colin is running, it's Colin slash Ivanka Trump. So Ivanka is going to be the junior person underneath Colin. Cool. Um, okay, now we're going to also say we need to find out who the big, <laughs> the big Democratic president is uh, for here, and then we also need to plug in this cola issue. Uh, and how right. that kind of works into it. So we're gonna... we are at about an hour. Do you want to explain to people what we're doing here? Oh my God, do I? Okay, so if you're still watching or you just tuned in, thank you very much either way. We are some nobodies. Uh, over here is Dylan and I am Zach and we are some nobodies. We're being uh, honored today by this guest, Mark Lee from the radio show of Mark Lee. And he's helping us do another really dumb story. <laughs> uh, and what the story that we're going over today is... Um, we kind of chose, like a, I guess what Mark chose was a blend of our murder AMA idea and then a cyberpunk biohack idea that Dylan came with today. Um, we got about a half an hour left of this, so we're kind of going to do some of the integral work and a little tidying up. But special thanks to International Broadcast Media Television for having us on. We do and constantly thank them, even when we're not being recorded. I constantly look over here to Dylan and I say, hey, we should thank them more often. And he goes, yeah, I agree. Uh, also, listener app, Scott Curtis at uh, Behind the Bits podcast, Sarah Tkachik and Tonya Sheck. They make everything we do happen and we do appreciate that. Um, 
And Dylan, thank you, man. You do a lot of work here too, and I appreciate you. Thank you, Zach. I appreciate you back. All right, so let's hop back into this thing. Yeah. Uh, where are we go where are we going next? So I'm I'm gonna lay out some potential plot points for how I'm seeing this going. Okay. <laughs> I'm seeing Bill Maher hire the detective mm -hmm. to track this guy down independently of whatever justice system there is here. Because they're related, he knows he's a private investigator. There we go. The last known spot there was maybe there they finally got a link to the computer used to post that thread, and it's from like an internet cafe or something. Mm -hmm. So he goes to the internet cafe to check it out. When he gets a tat, he, they he runs into like maybe maybe he left like a virus on the computer to like yeah. go after whoever comes to check on it. And so now he's got like a ticking clock where maybe it's trying to target his bank account. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out kind of what what pulls him in on a personal level. Yeah, the bank account. I like well, that. So <laughs> it, if the private if the private eye does have a substance issue and the, uh, Bill Maher does know about it because they are related, uh, mm -hmm. they're gonna push that also. Like, hey, here's some of that cola. If you want to get this done for me, I need. Yeah, because he's trying to like bait this guy into like coming yeah. out for it. Yeah. So there is also that, like they do know each other, um, but yeah, you're right. He does have to hop onto the case. Yeah. And start being like, hey, I think this might actually be Bill Maher. Um, I, think, I think they're targeting him personally. Okay. Like mm -hmm. pretty soon after, though, maybe Bill Maher has an accomplice because that seems, unless he's trying specifically to get the main character out of the story by like putting him in danger's way, I don't see why he would target him at all after hiring him to do what he's doing. You know what I mean? Why, why Bill Maher would target the private investigator? Yeah, because he came to the private investigator to get him. Well, what, what Bill Maher did not expect is how good this private investigator is. And okay. he's actually starting to uncover some stuff, such sure. as IP addresses for the initial Reddit thing, which, okay. links, which links to something like uh, the, the, the Maher campaign headquarters. Someone Somewhere in his office, yeah. probably. And it's yeah. it uses the ad account, which he's criticized for never changing. Yep. But it turns out he did just use the admin account. Now, did the detective find it, or did the AI profiler find it? That's what I'm kind probably of the AI. Yeah, maybe the AI. Yeah, it's how the I AI think, proves it's useful. I think the detective found it, but the AI clued him in on you know that this is like Bill Maher's thing and he's like right. yeah 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 but that doesn't matter i mean you know, high level you know political people there's yeah. always people after him so i i like the idea of like the, the pi finding all these clues but the ai kind of being like hey it's actually it should be you see what i see right i think that's i think that's interesting yeah. um because obviously the private investigator does not want to think that it's his cousin also right. his drug, yeah. uh, uh plug <laughs> um okay so Something happens at the end of March once future and fictional Tom Brady is murdered. Yeah. Um, that lets them know this was posted on Reddit. We do also have the next six, right? Because he like if he listed them all out earlier, like nice. stupid, they would at least know the concept behind the murders that are coming. So, okay, cool. So then they know right here that they're doing it based on the three. Mm -hmm. And they have maybe they only have three, and they go, Hey, these are actually pretty popular movie, you know, scene murders. And yeah. then, so they reach back out to Reddit and they go, Hey, what are you, what are you guys saying? Or like the, uh, the, the next top three murders, right? 
And then Reddit is like, oh, you forgot about the movie from uh, Castaway with, uh, you know, Castaway 7 <laughs> or whatever. The Castaway remake where uh, he gets a, a tornado picks a shark up. I don't know. I don't, I'm yeah. just trying to think of like no like movie mer movie deaths that would be well known. Uh, yeah. So let's just say like in Castaway 7. Oh, no. Well, we got to think about like all the presidential things because I, I can yeah. think of very weird stuff. Um. Okay, so somehow we got to link the private investigator to Reddit, right? Which is him finding the IP address or uh, a username, which is an old email address or something. Well, I imagine it would probably be under a um, what do they call them? A uh, uh, fake account? Not. I don't remember what you call it on Reddit when you have like a, a throwaway. It'll be under a throwaway uh, name, okay, which cool. doesn't really exist anymore. So I imagine maybe, they maybe know. in 2030 they um, released a movie called The Grassy Knoll, and it's actually a movie that was gonna reveal the real um, things that happened behind JFK. So Grassy Knoll came out, and it was the movie that reveals the real killer of JFK. So you know this is The Grassy Knoll. Okay, so a movie comes out called The Grassy Knoll. It was Jack Ruby. He was covering his own tracks. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that one comes out in April. And then that's when, I guess LeBron James Jr., uh, that's when he gets murdered the exact same way that his movie comes out. And that's when they solidify, like, hey, this is definitely movie stuff. We're not sure how somebody saw this movie yet, but uh, we can... Yeah. Advanced screenings or internet. Yeah. It was released to VOD. Yeah. Oh, obviously. Yeah. There, aren't, there aren't movie theaters anymore. Because, yeah, <laughs> the great pandemic of 2020 wiped out yeah. the movie theaters and restaurants. Yeah. Um, Okay, so now they know it's 100% based on movie stuff. They know that it is based on presidential things. They know that this target now is definitely a presidential candidate. Now, somehow the private investigator links this all back to Marr, and then there's going to be that weird scene where uh, the private investigator like shows Marr all of the evidence, right? He's like, yeah. see this. It's like, this is used your old email address. It's one of your favorite usernames on Reddit. It is from the IP address in your thing. And I guess Mar has to have his out, right? He has to have yeah, like a yeah. oh yeah, he'd yeah. have a public facing email account. Yeah, yeah. So that means that he's going to, I guess, blame the other presidential candidate under the guise that what would he? Well, okay. So if if Mar is hiring a president, a, a private investigator to solve all these crimes, he needs to know where the private investigator should look for the big bad. So that where he can hide, you know, yeah. right? Mar doesn't want to be found out. So he needs to give him a, 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 a patsy. Right. Similar to the grassy knoll. The grassy knoll. Which is okay. right here. <laughs> so I think that Mar has to have some sort of patsy, which would be either um, a uh, social media warrior, or somebody who like they can point uh maybe just a regular celebrity somebody that they think is the actual bad guy it is obviously some sort of internet one. activist yeah an instagram, instagram influencer activist or a movie maker and they go wow they're trying to make a movie based on this and then maybe they can wrap it back in or an influencer a, cool disgraced, a disgraced screenwriter from mars show Someone who used to write his sketches and now he was disgraced due to some 
he was too extreme or something. Yeah, and he's like, I guess this guy's like trying to get me back because I never bought the rights to that one movie or something, something like that. Something, something. Yeah. Um, and then at some point, right around here, right, this is when oh, the, this, I got a, the, the the um disgraced because let's come back to that crazy thing that we had earlier. The disgraced writer had written a movie that basically claimed that we're going way back in history, that John Wilton Booth did not assassinate Lincoln. Oh, so he put out his own conspiracy theory. Yes. Okay, cool. Conspiracy theory. And yeah, so that way there there is a push and then Mars like, hey, have you checked on this guy? He wrote this movie where he tried to kill me. Uh, and he also said that there was a conspiracy about this thing. Yeah. Okay, cool. So that's the Patsy. That makes sense. I'm cool with that. Uh, we roughly have most of our movie deaths. Um, we still need our... So, okay. The private investigator either has to catch someone in the act or find enough proof to confront them right yeah that has to go which means that either he has to catch mar or mar's assistant doing almost doing the final murder right yeah right or does he find enough evidence to confront him and then there's a weird chase scene i figured the climax of the movie takes place in mount mount rushmore right Right. cool Yeah. yeah so on the top of mount rushmore yeah or at least he, he d- comes across Mars like assistance setting up the demolitions or something. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Because Mar is supposed to maybe speak at Mount Rushmore tomorrow. Right. But the day before is the real threat. And right. he's like, he's yeah. not supposed to do that. Yeah. All right. That's cool. I'm into that. Um, so then there's a a gun a gun battle on top of Mount Rushmore or a laser fight. I figure. Laser fight. <coughs> he has his AI companion go into the other guy's smart gun and lock it up. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right. So an AI uh, led <laughs> laser fight that's going to what? 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 How does this end? What's the end? Mar falls off the Mount Rushmore. His death needs to be televised. So that even though he dies and fails, he goes on to live his like craziest talk show deaths of the nineteen four of the twenty forties. Yeah, and then for some reason that's hard enough for us to make a list. Now, because I always forget them. Now, what are the four um, presidents that are on Mount Rushmore? <laughs> there, Abraham Lincoln. There is a George Washington. Uh, Bill Paxton a- from Independence Day. <laughs> yeah. And future president Bill Burr. Uh, no, uh, Lincoln, uh, uh, Kennedy, no, no, <laughs> Roosevelt, <laughs> Kennedy's stupid. Uh, yeah, so Lincoln, Roosevelt, Washington, and Jefferson. Is that right? Um, I'm trying to think of which one of those is the Washington is the founder of the country, uh, Lincoln freed the slaves, uh, the, the Jefferson, and um, what was the other one you said? Was, Lincoln, was it Washington, Ro- Jefferson. Is it Roosevelt? It's Roosevelt. 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 Oh, he's great though. Roosevelt was great, but the other three might be more great and everything. Roosevelt um, is the one that falls and kills Mayor, and at the end of the thing, because I like your idea of he's got the image, so we see a new Mount Rushmore with the other three and Bill Mayer. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and then I like the stinger at this being like the, uh, the movie premiere of like Bill Maher's death. 
You know, it's like, oh, he actually did get a movie based on him or something like that. Um, okay, so let's flush out who this private investigator is uh, because they do have a cola. Yeah. They have a cola issue, right? Yeah. Um, which, how does cola come? It's probably not a powder, right? Um, is it? Is it? A, is it? A, is it a crystal? These probably don't smoke it, right? That's dumb. No, uh, I like the idea that it comes in cans. I like the idea I that it's treated like a soft drink. Yeah, soft drink. Or is it like super small Coke cans that you put into your eyes? Are we doing the eye drops from Looper? Well, probably. Yeah. I like I like everything in the future that is now being like way smaller. Yeah. So or just small cans. It's like a like a shot. Of, it goes in your of. ear. Oh, cool. Um, okay, so then also somehow he has been kicked out of his society or something, right? He, he's probably like a down as luck guy. At some he's point. he's yeah. withdrawn after something bad happened. Yeah. So obviously he had like something that he like an investigation that he failed at before, yeah. which is why he got this AI. And maybe that led to something bad with Bill Maher, which is why he's like Bill Maher's like, look, you owe me. Like you messed this up for me before. So oh, yeah. Because well, always- I mean, this is going in a whole another string of everything that could go in a whole other direction. But um several years back he never solved the mystery of uh Bill Meyer's daughter's death. Dude, and that's, that's why he got roped in. Yeah. Cool. And while investigating that, he actually killed Bill Moore's wife. Right. That's Ooh. why he got the <laughs> that's why he got the AI, the insurance company's on his back. Uh, he's messing up all of his deductible stuff. Um, and he's got to get back on top. So having like a, a presidential candidate book him for another thing, it's a it's a big deal. What's the private investigator's name? It needs to be something weird because this is cyberpunk. Yeah, what's a cool, what's a cool weird name? That is the cousin well, of um, Bill Actually, Moore. I heard somebody earlier today. I was actually on uh, another show, and they were telling me before the show about somebody that they had talked to whose name was Narcissus. And I was thinking, like, that could be a really cool name. That's a great name. All right, Narcissus. Uh, Narcissus. What, what? What's their last name? Narcissus. Uh, I think you need a one one syllable. Yeah, one syllable. So maybe like a. Uh, well, I'm going. I'm going towards Kane, but I feel like that yeah, might be like used. Nar- Narcissus Nar- Kane. Narcissus Kane. Okay, so Narcissus Kane is our private investigator. The AI has to have some stupid, goofy name too, uh, which is obviously like some kind of acronym for something. So what is it? Is it like a like a Ruby? B two. B B two. B2. Okay, so the AI and their name is B2. And B2 is a forensics and profiling AI companion that he got because of a very serious issue that happened a couple years ago. Um, All right, cool. So uh, Narciss Kane, the AI B2. (laughs) So A1's name is B2. That's cool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, so uh, in May we're gonna have the coffee party, which is Colin Kaepernick, right? Yes. Yeah. And and Ivanka Trump, and um, we got to figure out a, like a, a a movie death or whatever for that one. That's not that big of a deal. We know that the end of the movie is gonna happen on top of Mount Rushmore in a AI led laser battle. I like that. AI yeah. was the, what was the uh, movie that almost had the? Um, it was one of those old movies that almost had a. Super Bowl type death and everything. It was sometimes back where they were trying to have the. 
Naked Gun takes place during a baseball game. Well, there's also the Last Boy Scout, which is I think is the Super Bowl. I think that's the one I'm thinking about. That's the Bruce Willis, uh, uh, Damon Wayans movie. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so Last Boy Scout, cool. So that happens here in May. Um, John, have you seen the Last Boy Scout? No. Dude, that movie's so good. It's one of Bruce Willis' better movies. Okay. What else do we need here? We want to change the name a little bit? Two. Is it, is it Cyberpunk AMA? <laughs> oh, the name of the movie. Yeah. Oh, man. I think, kind of I get away from that. I think Murder AMA still works. Yeah. Do you want to throw in the biohack thing, or do we just set it in a Cyberpunk setting? I think we just set it in Cyberpunk. Yeah. I, if we're going movie deaths, then I can't really think of any movie deaths that dealt with biohacking off the top yeah. of my head. Okay, now I think one of the few things that we have not talked about is are there any other things that this universe holds? Uh, are there walking around robots? Are there flying things? Uh, yeah, then we got, it's 2048. we got to have flying cars. we got to have we, yeah. cars. Personal right, jetpacks. Personal jetpacks. Or, um, or tu the tube technology, does that ever ride, take off? Ride shares have gone completely automated, so you just get your phone out, and you call a pod, it pulls up and goes where you want. Oh, like one of those, like a hoverboard, but just a chair? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, so we got wild ride sharing. Um, no no more pets. All the pets are uh, electronic now. Only Tamagotchis yeah. exist. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> because we had, to, we had to use all the pets for food or something. Oh. <laughs> uh, Dylan, what, what else do we need to work on here? I think we need... Um... I think we need just some downtime, some some transi transition scenes that are in between all the excitement. Um, do you want to have? Do you want to have like a group of computer nerds that band together to do this? Um, is it uh, maybe AIs? Does does the AI somehow know who to chat with? Like I feel like we need that behind the monitor yeah. group. Whether yeah. it's a whether it's like movie nerds, maybe it's like Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> uh, IMDb. Yeah, IMDb. Um, yeah, the the coalition of nerds who kind of like help the maybe the detective helps them out doing you know in the past getting them off for like their he gets them off of uh, movie piracy charges so they help them out by like doing background research and that sort of thing for them. Yeah, that's cool. Well, um, that, well, I'm going to come back to your original idea, and I know we're winding down and everything, but I think we can still get the biohack in here because I think we can get everything in here that we've got up with the ideas. What if that coalition of nerds is actually the ones that have created the biohack, which actually goes into the cola, and that's how the cola is created because the coalition of nerds created the biohack. He's, he's, their, he's their source as well as helping with it. Yeah. Oh, the, the, the nerds are the ones that are synthesizing the drug too. Yes. And he has to keep going back to them, knowing that he has substance issues. Yeah, yes. well, that's a that's a good character trait. It's like um, in order to make cola, you like scrape like corrosion off of like diodes or something into your yeah. coke can. Gross. So then, <laughs> so okay, so after after the first, technically the third murder, um, we're going to say that Narcissus Kane uh, goes to his nerd friends mm -hmm. that he knows can find this out, but he also knows that they make the drugs. And they are uh, cyber biohackers, nice. um, and they do weird things like uh, limit celebrity um, like motor functions while at big red carpet. They, they mess with their process. They mess with their implants in public. That sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
Uh, and so he he goes to them to try to help them find uh, the Reddit threads. And that's how he gets all this information of what's going on. And some so we do need something in between the April and May event where the Grassy Knoll and the last Boy Scout movie. So let's say that he probably has to go back to his nerds, which means there probably is some sort of biohack event of a celebrity or a politician that he's like, what are you guys doing? I told you not to do this. And he's like, that wasn't us. That yeah. wasn't us this time. Uh, that, big Vegas, that big Las Vegas convention that's usually in January has moved into that middle part. So it's like in May now. So it's now in May in Las Vegas. And that's where that, that middle ground is. Yeah, love that. So this is the Las Vegas convention. And here is when he learns. So this is when he gets the knowledge. This is, I'm going to do a light bulb here. Sure. That's okay. This is the knowledge of that it's Bill Maher. What mm -hmm. reveals that to him? Um, it's going to be probably some sort of, well, they know what the last event is. They yeah. know that, uh, they know that it's going to be the Mount Rushmore thing mm -hmm. and they know that, um, so they know it's a, the last two politicians are going to be speaking at Mount Rushmore, right? One's the day the one and bill yeah. Maher's the next day so that's when he goes there to just check on stuff and he sees maybe mar like up like he's, he actually just catches him in the act because so does, does he catch him in the act or is it a combination of because bill Maher is going to go to the mount rushmore event and everything so maybe we need bill Maher to escape so he's actually going to the event but the ai slash nerds have helped our detective figure everything out. But by the time he gets to the house, he's already gone to the Mount Rushmore. So th they have helped him figure out what's going on, but there's like, you haven't got to him in time. So he doesn't get to him to get over to Mount Rushmore. I'm yes. gonna I'm gonna put this out there. Do we want him to come across him in the act? Cause that's kind of, that doesn't necessarily reflect on his good detective work. He just right. stumbles on him in the act. Unless yeah. the reason that he's there at that time is that he figured something out, but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, my I guess thought, what's gonna... my first thought was that it doesn't reflect on his abilities; it's just blind luck that he finds him. Well, so I guess maybe like his abilities and his teamwork and whatever lead him to here, and it turns out that this uh, Rushmore, uh, the movie where the Rushmore thing happens. He's like, oh, this is actually Bill Maher's favorite movie or something, something. And that's when he goes, like, he he finds it and yeah. he goes to confront him. And he sees the information. I mean, it's the classic crime TV show. But when he gets to Bill Maher's house, all of the clues are there. But he's had ideas. So we're seeing the detective work. But by the time he gets there, Bill Maher has already gone. So he's got to go to Mount Rushmore to try to stop him. So it's yeah. Classic stop him action. Yeah, I, I think that's cool. Yeah. And I like, and maybe if, like, he maybe he just still doesn't know. The AI is telling him, hey, this is Bill Moore. The nerds are saying, hey, this is Bill Moore. Reddit's like, hey, this is Bill Moore. But Narciss is like, I don't know. I don't think it's him. But then he goes to Mount Rushmore, knowing it's Mar's favorite movie. And he's like, it just seems too obvious. That's when he goes there and actually catches Mar in the act because he thinks that Mar was going to get assassinated tomorrow. So right. he's just checking stuff out. And that's when he confronts Mar up top. And sure. then that's when the laser battle happens. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, that works. works I really thought this was going to be more of a horror thing. I thought so too. When we first 
<laughs> but it's turning like a real cool sci-fi thriller. Um, all right. Well, Dylan, what do you think of this? I think this is a start. This is something we can definitely expand on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if there were a scene that you would like to work on from this movie, what scene? Because that was kind of how our show started. Was Dylan probably, scene that we'd break yeah. out? Probably that first scene where he goes to visit the tech nerds, because that would be kind of fun to have their interaction, and we could yeah. just have him wandering on them caught, like, Oh yeah, there's a vending machine at my little brother's school, and we've hacked into it so it'll give the kids free coffee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like so that. And then you get something. a little cut aside from the security camera. The kids just like handing coffee out of a vending machine to all the other kids, and yeah, that sort of and thing. As he, and as he's talking to the nerds, there's like just cola everywhere, and he's like, mm-hmm. "I probably shouldn't have yeah. one of this." Yeah, yeah, right on. All right, well, we did it. We did it. We did another it. episode another- in the can. So another another successful show in the can. So yeah, I think y'all have done a great job. Now we got to yeah. do is sell it to Ronnie. So what time <laughs> are we going to be with? <laughs> that's that's on you. We did we did our we did our job. Yeah. <laughs> now we need you to pitch it. Uh, yeah. So what we did here is uh, using Dylan's writing degree and my ability to talk and Mark's way better ideas than mine. We crafted a movie. This thing has a beginning. It has a middle. It has an end. It's got bad guys. It has plot threads. Uh, character development. All in all, we did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dylan. Yes. Do you want to wanna send us out? Sure. So those of you who are watching right now have been watching Talking Upstream. My name is Dylan. The man at the whiteboard is Zach. We are some nobodies, and our guest this week was Mark Lee, the radio show with Mark Lee. Uh, every week we come on, we do a 90-minute writer's room where we take two weird ideas, choose one of them, or in some cases, meld the two together. And spin that off into the foundation of something that we can ideally develop and sell to the people who make those sorts of decisions. Because Zach and I create, and we want to create for a living for you. Uh, So we have International Broadcast Media Television, IBM TV, to thank for giving us this platform. We have Sarah Tkachik, Tanya Sheck, Scott Curtis, and Listener App to thank for donating to our Patreon. If you want to donate to our Patreon as well to see what else we can make and help us Expand our operations, patreon.com slash some nobodies. And uh, you can find everything Zach and I make at some nobodies.com. Yep. Very, very special thanks to Mark Lee for hanging out the entire time and making yeah. a very cool show. Thank you very much, Mark. We appreciate it. And we will see you whenever you like us around. We will. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, anything you want to end with, Mr. Lee? No, just another great show and everything. Definitely thoroughly enjoyed hanging out with the uh, Some Nobody's Gang. Dylan and Zach always do a great job. Was glad that I could pop in and join and all of that. And by the way, I'm going to do a shameless plug. Like I said, definitely catch my various shows on IBMTV.TV, but also go to TheBrandonScott.com and everything because they've actually got some products for me on there. So you can actually get a the t-shirt and a number of other things on his website and of course he does our travel show but he's also made it available for us to use as a shopping platform so definitely they can go on there they can catch either a t-shirt or a hoodie or a couple of cups and some other products that are on there but i need the support i'm broke so definitely anything you do to support us folks we definitely appreciate it (laughs) that's it if you're watching this buy one of mark's cups or buy one of our movies but until next week guys we're some nobodies thank you very much we appreciate it bye Bye.